Welcome to Growing in Grace, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. And now, here's the hosts of Growing in Grace, Mike Kapler and Joel Barizaki. And welcome once again to Growing in Grace. My name is Joel, and I've got my good friend Mike with me getting together for our weekly chat about growing in the grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Mike, it's a pretty nice uh, August day out there today on, on uh, the day that we're recording. We Here in Iowa, we often have... Pretty, our, our Augusts uh, seem to be pretty hot and humid normally, and these last couple, well, few uh, few weeks, last couple weeks at least, have been pretty decent. So I'm kind of enjoying the Iowa summer, after, especially after that that long, hard winter that we had. <laughs> and then the, uh, you know, we kind of started off the spring and summer. The end of the spring began the summer with some, you know, with uh, some tornadoes and with some flooding and all that. The last couple months have been fairly decent, so I'm, I've been enjoying some of that stuff. Hope your summer is going good as well, Mike. Well, it is, but uh, like um, human nature, of, with most people anyway, there's always something to complain about. <laughs> it's not winter anymore, but the bugs are bad. Yeah, oh yeah. We got some major wasps around here, huge things that are flying all around. Our neighbors are getting them, and we're trying to figure out how to get rid of those guys. Yeah, and I thought Jesus took the sting away. <laughs> he took the sting of death. Oh, but that I was suppose, it. Uh, you know, there I am taking it out of context it. again. We're trying to fight this, Mike. Come on, you got to <laughs> join the team here, the right team. <laughs> You know, what you and I are about here, Mike, on Growing in Grace, it, there's a lot of legalism in the church. Some people wonder what in the world we're up to, what in the world we're doing here, uh, talking about the, the grace of God and growing in it. And in your experience, Mike, and in my experience, you know, we've both were raised, or at least we had, we've had quite a background in the evangelical church, and there's lots of positive things that have come out of that, but we've also experienced a lot of legalism, a lot of, uh, Mixing in of the law uh, with with God's grace, mixing in uh, the law with the gospel, and the two just don't mix. And so we're uh, just talking week by week um, about the love of God, about the new covenant, about the gospel of grace, the gospel of peace, as opposed to and and not mixed with uh, the law. Uh, because the two don't mix. The law is not of faith, the scriptures say. And so we're kind of uh, joking around a little bit about stuff, but when it comes down to it, we're serious about not being ashamed of the gospel, because the gospel is where the power of God is, and there was no power for holy living in in the law. And so uh, we're proclaiming this good news, the good news of the the gospel of peace. Yeah, what we try to do here on Growing in Grace is to stay focused on what the gospel really is. And many of us have been taught some things that, that really aren't the foundation of what the gospel really is. Uh, religion has taught us some other things. And you were talking about some fights uh, in this life, Joel. And I, I do believe there are battles to fight in this life, in this fallen world. In fact, uh, a Bible teacher from Alabama, uh, James B. Richards, said that uh, out of all the battles to fight in this life, the most important one that you'll have to fight, and it's a lifelong battle, and that is the battle of identity, hmm. understanding who you are, what you've inherited, what you've become uh, because of the completed, finished work of Jesus Christ. Because all, all other battles revolve around this battle of identity. If you can start winning that battle, then the other battles become much easier. Something that we've talked about, Joel, and I'll, I'll say it again, 
we Christians often are asking God or seeking God for things that he has already given us. I probably don't even catch myself doing it, but I'll bet I do it all the time. And I think this is a, a real important thing for us to focus on here this week because it's one of those things that's just been churning in me recently. It's something I've thought about a lot. We've talked about it quite a bit even on this program. I think there's a real key component here to us understanding that the victory truly is already won, that God has already provided us, not something he's going to do, not something that he wants to do based on our efforts, but he has already provided us with all blessings and all needs, everything that we could ever want, need, or desire has already been provided to us through his son, Jesus Christ. And if we can get into that just a little bit today, hopefully we can uh, shed a little more light uh, in helping people grow in grace. You know, uh, the the identity that we've heard taught about and preached about in the church, and even as the, as you go out into the world, our identities tend to be based upon what we do. And we've talked about this before, too, Mike, that you ask the question to somebody, well, you know, tell me about yourself. Let me know about you. Tell me about yourself. And, and the answer is always based upon, this is what I do. I'm a teacher. I'm a fireman. I'm a preacher. I do this. I do that. And our identity is based upon the things that we do, whereas the identity in Christ is not based upon anything that we've done, but it's based upon the finished work of Jesus Christ. And so we have a solid, secure identity as a member of the family of God, as a child of God, uh, because not based upon anything we do or don't do, but it's, it's based upon the love of God and what he has done for us on our behalf. And so it, that's something that we need to get established in and grounded in, in in our life in Christ. And so often what the church is, is trying to establish people in is is all revolved around what you're supposed to do. And it's good, you know, as a Christian, there are a lot of things that we do. You know, we're not saying that the Christian life is just about sitting around uh, just enjoying the fact that we are God's children. Yes, we do get to enjoy that. We get to rest in that. And out of that flows good deeds, flows works, flow, you know, flows some really good things. Uh, but when we get our identity as, uh, wrapped up in all the things that we do, we're missing the point because our identity is something that's been given to us as a gift. We don't need to continually ask God to make us into something because he's already made us his children. He's set us aside. He's set us apart. He's made us holy uh, all because of the work of Christ, the finished work of Christ. Well, with that in mind, let's take a look at Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3 because, again, this is so crucial for us to at least begin to understand uh, what we're talking about here. Paul said, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has, past tense, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ, just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Now, verse 4, what I just read there, Joel, uh, he chose us in him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy without blame. We should be holy without blame. That's an identifier for the new man uh, that you've become in, in Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. The new creation that took place when you confessed Christ, when you, when you believed on him and placed faith in him, uh, the born-again experience, 
uh, you inherited, so to speak, a, a, a new nature, a godly nature that qualifies you now as being holy, without blame, perfect, anointed, uh, and the list goes on. This is not something that you strive to become. It's something that you've already become because of uh, the finished work in Christ. Yeah, there are so many ways that we're identified apart from what we do, but by the gift of God, rather by the gift of God, you know, in Scripture. I mean, just some things I can think of off the top of my head. We've become partakers. You were talking about our nature, Mike. We've become partakers of the divine nature. In other words, our nature now is one with God. Not that we're God. Of course, we're not saying, and Scripture doesn't say that we are God, but We've become a partaker in his nature, in his, in his holy nature. We've become one spirit with him, says 1 Corinthians 6.17. He who is joined to the Lord has become one spirit with God. And, and we've become new creations, all by the work of Jesus Christ. Our old identity is gone. It's not a matter of trying to become something. We're not trying to uh, make ourselves out to be something that we're not because God has already made us a new creation. And, and really what uh, our life in Christ is about, you know, as the, you know, the name of our program, Mike, is Growing in Grace. And what that means to us, what that has come to mean, is not that we get more and more of God's grace, but that he has already given us his grace and we grow in that we grow in our knowledge and our understanding of Jesus Christ because yes yeah, sure we're born again we've received all of these things instantly you know because of God's grace but our understanding of it you know we got to grow in that and in order to to kind of live this stuff out to live out our identity we got to grow in it and and it's a lifetime process and and it's a wonderful process because God's not expecting us to simply just understand it in an instant he's given it to us in an instant but we get to walk it out day by day talking about it and 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 going out and living and experiencing more and more of his love and grace that he's already given us freely so in christ you've been declared holy blameless a few uh, chapters later in ephesians paul says put on the new man which we were just talking about which was created according to god in true righteousness and holiness I'm going to flip back here to Ephesians chapter 2. Christ has raised us up together, or God has raised us up together, and, and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. He has made us uh, alive together with Christ and has, again, it's past tense, has raised us up together. How much higher can you get than to be raised up with Christ? I don't know that you can go any higher than that. And, and so we see that all blessings have already been given. And so the reason that we don't experience the kind of victory that we would like to receive in this life or in certain situations and circumstances is because I, I believe we don't really understand the provision that has already been provided to us uh, through Christ. And um, if we could just begin to get a glimpse and an understanding of this, then it's going to take us to a new plateau, I believe, as we grow in this grace. Because, um, you know, we, we all get caught up with it. We, and and we've, we've talked about this, but we, we, we sing the songs that say, you know, come Lord Jesus, come. <laughs> uh, you know, trying to draw the presence of Christ into our midst. Come Holy Spirit. Uh, God, don't forget about us. Uh, remember your children. Remember your people. Remember your promise. We sing all these songs because that's what we've been raised in. 
It's a form of religion where man reaches out to God instead of relationship, which is what true Christianity should be, where God has reached out to man. It's not about us. It's not about you and me. Like Steve McVeigh says, it never has been about you and me. It's about him and and uh, what he has provided. We will not be able to take credit for, for anything. And, and so the blessings of God, not only have they been provided, Joel, but they're a gift. Otherwise, they're not really blessings if you have to go out and perform some sort of merit to get it. <laughs> and so they're, they're blessings. They're a gift. They've been provided to us. And we don't have all the time in this broadcast to be able to get into this a little further, but we will, uh, over the next uh, program or two, share some interesting stories and insights that I think will shed even more light onto this fact that... Um, God has already given. Uh, I think Steve McVeigh uh, used the phrase that God has finished giving. That'll raise some eyebrows. <laughs> but the, the truth is that God has provided. It's, it's, it's something that's already been done through Christ. And that's what makes this, again, such great news. Right. And I know you got one story in particular that uh, you want to share. And I'm looking forward to that one. Uh, I, I, just as we wrap up here, Mike, just... Uh, experiencing victory in the Christian life and, and the lack of it. You know, why are people not experiencing it? I think, uh, like what you're saying there, perhaps we're searching for things that we already have. We're trying to earn things. We're trying to get things from God that he's already given us, and so we're not experiencing his victory uh, because we're trying to produce it ourselves. And, and so, yeah, we'll talk more about that um, in our next program. And I'm Joel, along with Mike. This is Growing in Grace. We do appreciate uh, hearing from you. And if you'd like to get a hold of us, Check out graceroots.org. And we'll be back again with you next time. More talk about growing in grace. You've been listening to Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Baruzaki, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ.